We believe in brothers and sisters. Uh, tonight, I've come on your way again to share with you this lesson. Uh, yesterday, which is Saturday, and that is the 21st of our March yesterday, I made this lesson in the Akan language. And tonight, I'm presenting it in the English language because some of my followers uh, have requested that I do this in English for them also to understand what I was saying. <coughs> so I promised them. And that is why I'm doing this. I have just digressed from my normal uh, studies that we are doing uh, about the lessons on the church. That is, is there any church in the Bible because of uh, these pandemic fears that we face now? So for now, I'm trying to educate are my followers and those who you know hear me all the time the ways that we can you know see how the uh, illnesses and also protect ourselves uh, from me so tonight we're going to find the pragmatic ways of breaking this uh, transmission cycle of this uh, uh, COVID-19, which is the coronavirus that uh, is facing the whole universe uh, today. And before I start, as I always do, let's go to God in prayer, because what we face now is only God that can help us to deal with this situation. Let's pray. Father God and Almighty, we thank you that we still have breath of life in us. We know for the past two to three months, many lives have been lost through this pandemic. And we are blessed that we are still alive and we can hear this message tonight. I pray and commit all my listeners, my viewers into your care that God, as we're trying to find out the ways that we can prevent this uh, infection from attacking us and our loved ones, open our minds and also bless us with knowledge that we can do everything possible to ensure that we stay safe. We know that God, you are in control. There are a lot of fears and panic around because of this pandemic. But with you in charge, we know we can say true. We thank you so much that you listen to us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Brothers and sisters, once again, this is your brother Paul, often. And as I have already promised tonight, we're going to find a pragmatic ways of breaking the cycle of these 
at uh, pandemic transmission or this uh, virus transmission. So bear with me. We will come again on the topic that we've started some time ago with regard to uh, the, uh, the church in the Bible. We've not finished. We will by all means come on in. But now what we face, the challenge that the whole world face, we want to also wage into the war. And also what we know so far, we have studied so far uh, from the professionals, I want to share with you so that you and I can protect ourselves from this uh, infection that is hovering around us. We are on the battlefield to combat this COVID-19 coronavirus. It is a huge fight and each one has to be involved. You don't need to depend on your president or your head of states, but you also have a stake in this. And you have to do everything at the corner where you are to protect yourself. Before I start, one thing I want to say to reassure you is the same message that Moses gave to the Israelites when they were about to cross the Red Sea and they faced certain challenges. They faced the threats from the Egyptians coming towards them. These people were very terrified and they started even accusing Moses for bringing them to that far. But Moses reassured them. And this is the very words that Moses said to them. And I want to reassure you by echoing the same words to you tonight. That the Lord will fight for you. The Lord will fight for us. And you have to re remain calm. He said the Lord will fight for you and you have to be silent. In other words, remain calm for our Lord will fight for us. I know that everybody is downhearted because of this problem the world face. We don't know who will be the next person to be infected. And we don't know who will be the next person to die. Because there's no sign for this uh, a virus when you are infected. By the time you see the signs, it means they have you know, multiplied in you and you start seeing this. So there are many people out there going about who I believe are positive. It might even be me because once I've not tested and I've not shown any signs, I will assume that I am okay, but I cannot 100% say this unless I am tested or I've seen sign with me. Then I can confirm that I am okay. That is if I'm tested negative. But in saying that, I still reassure every one of you that brothers and sisters don't panic. 
we are in this you know uh, 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 a bad times but God who created us who made us knows us and I want to also assure again with these very words from David David says this and I quote from Psalm hundred uh, from Psalm 8 verse 4 to 6 now the first quotation I made from Exodus was from Exodus chapter 14 verse 14 where Moses told the Israelites to remain calm for the Lord will fight for them now this one too I want you to I want to let you know how God is so mindful of everyone God is mindful of his creation especially humans he loves us so much that is why he created us in his own image now, if we face this problem, God is aware. Our Lord lives and he knows what is going on. I must say to you that God knows even before this virus set in. So don't panic at all. He is in charge. He is in control. Psalm 8, verse 4 to 6, David says, What is man that you are mindful of him? And the son of man that you care for him. Listen to this. Yet you have made him a little lower than the heavenly beings and crowned him with glory and honor. You have given him dominion over the weights of your hands, and you have put all things under his feet. Brothers and sisters, this is what David saw, that God loves humans so much. And then he posed the question, what is man that you like so much? What is the son of man that you care for him? that you have made him a little lower than the heavenly beings, and you have crowned him with the glory and honor, have given him the dominion over the works of your hands. God made the universe, made everything, and put all before the doorstep of man. So once again, God knows humans that he created. He loves us so much. So if we are confronted with this threat, God is aware. All that I will say to you tonight is to remain calm for our God will fight for us. Brothers and sisters, I'm giving you this reassurance because I believe our God, my God, your God, is in control. Regardless of what is going uh, happening, he's still in charge. And he will come to our aid. What I want to advise you is do not be distracted by these so-called men of God and these so-called you know, uh, prophets of God. Don't listen to them. 
because they don't have anything for you. What baffles me is that now we have this problem, this infection, this virus around. Why are they so quiet? Why are they so mute? Where are those who claim to have powers over diseases? Where are these pastors? Where are these prophets who said that God has given them power over diseases? Now they've all remained quiet. They remain dumb and deaf, as if they don't know what is happening. What does this tell you? It tells you that all these people, what they claim to be, they are not. That is why I always say that these people are fake. Don't listen to them. Don't listen to them. I challenge all these so-called men of God, those who claim to have gift of healing, to come out and prove to the whole world, those in America, those in Africa, everywhere, who can, you know, telecast, uh, 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 their, uh, what do you call it, their miracles for millions to view. If it is not fake things they do, and if it is not trick or tricks they use, then they should come out and boldly say that God has given me that power to take away this coronavirus. We will clap for them. But until then, consider these people as fakes. They don't have anything for you. So don't listen to them. I would rather you listen to the expect. Those who have knowledge about diseases and how to protect yourself from it. So tonight, without taking much of your time, let me give you the title again. It's Coronavirus, the prag uh, pragmatic ways of breaking the transmission cycle. As it is already known, this virus has no cure. No virus has cure. Now they come to you, they do what they will do to you until they are tired of and are tired of you and they leave you. So if you have any underlying condition that brings your immune system down, then you are somebody that they can, you know, kill you. But if you have a healthy lifestyle and your immune system is good, it will be like the common cold that we have. And most of the people that have died now are those whose immune system are very down. So just be rest assured on these. So note that these viruses do not have any cure. But there is a way out that we can, you know, go about this. Now, we need to fight them. But it becomes extremely difficult when you are fighting with something that you cannot see. You cannot use your eye to see them. So if you are fighting it, 
If you are fighting them, how would you do that? Tonight, we are going to see the ways that we can, we can go about by breaking the cycle of infection. There is no cure. The only thing that we can do is to know the root of transmission and break it so that we don't affect ourselves and also infect other people too. All is not lost. Fortunately, the world is blessed by God who has given knowledge and wisdom to some people that can study the nature of this virus and tell us the transmission, the way they are transmitted to infect people from people to people. So all is not lost. If we cannot cure it, if we cannot kill them, there's a way that we can, you know, uh, break their cycle of infection. And already some of the governments of other countries have taken these measures. But there's something you who is listening to me can do to protect yourselves and your loved ones and also your people that surrounds you. It is important. It is important. Now, before I started this lesson, I think around about six o'clock, I tried to check the transmission rate or the infection rate of this virus globally that is in the world. Now, around six o'clock today, which is the 22nd of March, the Sunday, 6.30 p.m., the total people infected is 328,275. Now, it looks as if every second, every minute, there are more adding to it. So, I'm getting to about 45 minutes now when I, I when this was recorded, but I believe now it's past this. People are still being infected. Now, I checked the total death rate and it stands at 14,300 and 66 and total recovery rate globally is 95,656 those who have survived this kind of infection i must say all is not lost if people can survive it then all is not lost once we have people surviving and also, we have a way that we can break the transmission cycle. It means there is hope. It means there is hope. So as God is trying to help us so that we can have a solution to this problem, we also have a role to play. We have a role to play. And that is, we have to know 
how to break the transmission cycle so that we protect ourselves and those around us. I checked with Ghana because I come from Ghana. I just wanted to see the infection rate in Ghana. And 6.30 tonight, 6.30 tonight, they confirmed infected people were 24. Yesterday when I was doing the account version or key version, uh, they confirmed were 19. And today it's 24. Now, yesterday, there wasn't any date as at the time that I was speaking. But today, yesterday, after my program, one was recorded dead. So Ghana, we have 23 now and one date. Brothers, I know it's a bit scary looking at all these figures. But as I said, Please remain calm. For God loves us so much. In all his creation, God loves us. So he knows what is going on in the world. And he will stand. He will not sit down for people to continue to perish. I believe God because he said when we have problems, we shall bring to him. And God will stand by us. And But the way that God treats people today is what people are doing. Now, he's not going to do anything magical or anything miraculous as he used to do in time past. That is why these people who are claiming they have a miraculous gift today, they can do healing, cannot come out because what they are doing is fake. It's not true. They have the gift of healing. That is why nobody can, you know, uh, attempt to heal anybody from this coronavirus. But what God is doing today is gifting people with wisdom and knowledge to study nature of disease and, you know, prescribe the treatment for us. That is why we have all these doctors. These doctors are not there for this. It's God that gives them the knowledge to study so, please, you need to trust these doctors and these professionals, what they say, because it's God who have put them there. God is not going to heal people miraculously as he used to do. And now he is giving people the power to study all these diseases and then prescribe the treatment for us. But this disease that we call the virus, is something that treatment is very difficult. Why? Because it doesn't have any treatment. It comes with people and do whatever it will do. And when it's tired, it just leaves. But as I said, if you have any uh, uh, immunosuppressants in your body, if you are taking any medication, that suppresses your immunity. Some people, uh, because of their ill health condition, they are taking some medication that suppresses their immunity. Or if you, do, you have underlying, you know, problems already, the virus take advantage of that and, you know, kill you. 
But as I said, all is not lost. Because since the outbreak of this pandemic, people are studying hard. I know Chinese people are doing it, Americans are doing it, other countries, they are all trying to find. And God is giving them the wisdom and the knowledge that they will have to get these, you know, uh, vaccines or treatment for these conditions. But in saying that, he has also given people wisdom to tell us the way that we can break the cycle of what trans uh, 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 our uh, mission of this infection. So let's uh, you know sail through and see how we can do our best to uh, break this transmission cycle. Before we can break the transmission cycle, the mode of transmission must be known. But all we know, all, all that has been established that this virus stays in the droplets of the infected person. Now, when the man gets it in the body, they go and stay in the lungs, okay? And they multiply in the lungs and then are making difficulty for the person to breathe in. And that is where the death comes in because you cannot breathe. Everything is blocked. That is what they do. So if infected person coughs from the lungs, sneezes, okay, uh, or blow the nose, these droplets that come out, these viruses are in there and they are in, in, in millions. One drop can find thousands of, you know, these viruses in them. So, this is established fact that these viruses are in these, the droplets of infected person. Now, when an infected person coughs, blows the nose, or sneezes, the virus through the droplet scattered in a range of about one to two meters. It's scattered everywhere. Do you understand? So when they scatter, when they scatter like that, uh, anybody who, uh, you know, go into this radius, one to two meters radius, you find yourself in that radius, you contaminate yourself. And I contaminate your hand or your body. But in most cases, people contaminate their hand because they will be touching without knowing. So that is how the, the virus, you know, uh, uh, get from the infected person to the new host. When I say a new host, it means somebody who is not infected at all. So if I have the infection, coughs, and everything is scattered there, you come to that vicinity, you touch anything there, you become the new host. If you touch it, and then you put it in your nose, your mouth, or your eyes, they just get entry to your body. So you become the new host, and then they start to multiply in you and cause a, a, a lot of problems for you. So that is how it goes. Then I want to show you uh, some of the routes by which these uh, virus can be transmitted from one person 
to another. I'm going to show you some of the common rules, which sometimes we don't put our minds there. You understand? Okay. Now, the first thing I'll talk about is cash, money, the paper money. Now, those people who are in a cashless society, like we use those card all the time, we are limited uh, in using this paper money because most of uh, us in, uh, what do you call it, Europe, America, and elsewhere, the developed countries, uh, depend much using our cards. So uh, we don't normally, you know, hold on to much cards. But if we have uh, a place like, uh, you know, Ghana or Africa for that matter, which exchange of, uh, you know, goods and services is with cash, which we use cash all the time. Now, if infected person coughs, uses the hand, even don't clean the hand well, instead of using tissue, you blow the nose and then use the hand and then wipe it. Just get into the pocket, get the money, and the money is infected. So us, he used the money to buy something, and the money goes and uh, move from places to places. The infection rate, you know, start to move. So money or cash is also a medium by which these uh, virus can go. Then we have something like the keyboards, and also the mouse computers that people use at work, especially the, 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 the one that is used by many people. People cough on it, sneezes on it, and the whole computer is infected. And you come next, you try to type, you use your mouth, your hands are infected. Okay, and then we have the telephones, especially we who are at work, work in the offices, Somebody's hand is contaminated, you use to hold the telephone, put it down, there is a ring, or you want to make a call, you use the same telephone. What happened? You're contaminating your hand. You understand? And also keys. Keys as you know the 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 the, the, the easiest way of you know transmitting this. Why? Because uh, my hand is infected because at other I touch. Uh, 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 something that has been contaminated and put my hands in my pocket, take my keys. My keys are also uh, contaminated. Do you understand? I use my key for my door, even my car keys. I sit in the car, I then wash my hands. The key is infected. My hands is infected. I put my hands on the steering wheel. Everything is infected. I come home, I open my door. I hold my uh, a door uh what do you call it, uh, door handle, infected door handle. I live with kids, I live with my wife. They also use the same door handle to and flow. So you see how the infection, you know, comes. Also, we have the tap that we use, our own pipes, the tap. You go, your hand is infected, you open. Maybe you wash your hands, that is fine. But the tap is contaminated. And whoever comes next to open, contaminates the hand. So if you wash your hands, you dry your hand with tissue, and sometimes what people do is they use the same wash hand to, you know, turn the tap off. You do that, you have contaminated your hand again. 
So you have done nothing, virtually nothing. You you feel that yo, my hands is clean. It's not clean. You clean it and you contaminated it again. Okay, and then we talk about you know uh, public transport or commercial transport like the taxis, trotters, uh, buses, trains, anywhere that people go and anything that their hands touches. Okay, you open the taxi, you use your hand to open. Somebody has already contaminated the hand. You also go there. You contaminated your hands too. You sit in a taxi, okay? You sit in a trotro, you sit in all these buses where apart with people, they are all contaminated. Now, tonight I was watching the news and I saw the STC buses in uh, Ghana. Uh, I think the Kumasi Terminal, Accra Terminal. What they, uh, they, they are trying to do is before you uh, get into the, the bus, uh, you've been given uh, soap and water to wash your hands off or sanitizers. That is good. But the question is, when the people get down, do they put uh, something like, uh, uh, what do you call, disinfectant to clean the, the, the leathers or the chairs? If they do that, then that is 100% good. But if don't, you don't clean the leathers or the chairs, somebody has washed their hand, yes, and then you bore the, the bars, it's on the bars, it starts to coughing or sneezing. It's all over the lettuce in the chair. And then they get up and you don't clean it. So me washing my hand, going into the bus, sitting at the same place, touching the lettuce, I've also contaminated myself. Now, you see how uh, the disease is so fast, you know, infecting people. Very, very fast. Because what we have also uh, uh, been told is that when somebody calls and these droplets settles, the viruses can stay on the surfaces of material things, depending on which material they lie on, from hours to days, they are still alive. Okay? They are still alive. So whoever comes later and touch that place, you contaminate your hands. So we get infection from all these commercial transport that we take buses trotters taxis uh um what do you call this uh trains okay we are all infecting ourselves when we get all these so you see the reason why in some countries they, they they're trying to ban you know using these public transports because they know it's you know the, the, the mode of what? Trans, transmission. Transmitting these diseases or these viruses around. What the last thing I'll talk to you about, and people have not also considered that, is the, 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 uh, the, the fuel pumps that we use to put fuel in our cars. I mean, in UK and other developed countries, you go, you, you fuel your own car, and then you go and get the pump, and you put it into your car, if somebody who is infected has already touched it, you also touch it. Okay? How many people using a pump and after using the pump, use sanitizer to the hand? No. 
and I don't think the pump station or fuel station you have water and need to wash your hand. So you take it, sit in your car, and then drive your car. All your steering wheel contaminated. Your car key, you use it, you contaminate the car keys. So brothers and sisters, the mode of transmission is very, very fast. And these are uh, uh, the, the medium by which, okay, uh, uh, these viruses move from persons to persons. Now, knowing the mode of transmission, how can we break this cycle? How can we break it? And I want to show you uh, uh, the way we can prevent ourselves by breaking the cycle. Okay. The first thing I want you to know is that you have to see anybody, everyone, including your own family members, see them as potential carriers. It doesn't matter if it's your wife or your husband or your children or your mother or your uncle or your auntie. They can carry the virus to you. Now, you know so many people that uh, uh, move from uh, overseas to Ghana, they imported the disease. So, you know, my, 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 my uncle has come from America. I'm going to meet my uncle. Uncle, and then he tried to, uncle has already given you this virus. So, you have to see everyone as a potential career. Now, if that is the first, uh, 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 you know, method that you have to use to break this cycle. So if you know that the person next to you can give you the virus, then you can maintain that kind of, uh, the distance you are talking about between uh, two meters away from the next person. See everyone as a potential career, including your own family members. And two, one of the effective, uh, effective way of, uh, to break the transmission cycle, the most effective way is to wash your hands with soap and water, under running water. It's not the water there, you put uh, the water in the bucket and wash it, and no, under running water so that everything will wash down. And when you are washing your hand, at least you have to take about 20 seconds. Soap and water wash very well. And it, the best water is maybe warm water. You understand? If you cannot get warm water, soap and water will do the trick. So it's important that you wash your hands. And that is, uh, 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 what do you call it? The second one I will tell you. Now, you can also use sanitizers where there is no water i mean water is first and sanitizer second i've heard so many people fighting that though there is no sanitizers and the price of sanitizers is becoming exorbitant now because people are taking advantage of these viruses and shooting up their prices which is very bad anyway it's very very bad that you do that because what you are doing is you're trying to denying people to leave. That's what it means. You understand? But let me uh, assure you that sanitizer is just uh, uh, second to water. You need to get water and soap first. Where you cannot get, then you use sanitizers. And I 
must reassure you that water and soap is the most effective way than sanitizer. So just know that. And the third point is the way you use your gloves and your mask. I want to show you something. Give me a minute and I will show you this way. I just want to demonstrate something to you because people make a lot of mistakes thinking that they are protected, but they are not protected. Now, for instance, I've seen many people uh, wearing gloves and I have my gloves here. Okay. I have my gloves here. Wearing, uh, wearing gloves. And when they wear the gloves like that, they think they are protected. They are happy. Oh, I have gloves in my hand. Yes, the gloves will protect your bare hand. You understand? But it's not protecting your face. And the virus, they go through your body, through your face, your mouth, your nose, and your eyes. So for instance, you are wearing gloves. And you have itchy eyes, so you start to rub your eyes with this glass. What do you think you are doing? So it's not protecting you. You understand? Moreover, if you hold on to this mobile phone, somebody coughs on it, somebody sneezes on it, and then you use this, you have contaminated this glass already. But some people are saying they are protecting them, so they wear the glass for the whole day. Especially go to the market women, they put a glass on and this same glass they will wear for 24 hours or 12 hours, uh, let me say this way, or 10 hours, whatever, using the same gloves, you know, changing monies and selling things to other people. The gloves is already contaminated the first hour that even you put it on. The glass is contaminated. The very first time you use it to hold anything, you can contaminate it. Though you are protecting your bare hand, but the glass is contaminated. So if you use your hand to give anything to anybody, if the glass have the virus in it, you are passing the disease along. Okay, after this, when they are wearing the glass, the way even they remove the glass, they contaminate their bare hand, which they say they are protecting. Do you know why? Because some people, when they are removing the glass, the glass, then they do this. And then they hold here and start to. Now, look. When you remove this, your hand is clean. And then you use the hand to remove this one. You have contaminated it. So what you do when you wear glass and you want to remove it, I've already told you that the glass is not protecting your, your, your face. And it is your face, your mouth, your nose, your eyes, which is the uh, port of entry for the virus into your body. You understand? So when you have a glass and you, are, you want to remove, this is what you have to do. Just yes, trying to, you know, uh, bring out the fingers. Okay, bring out the fingers. If you bring, 
okay and then you can use this with a glass pull this off and make sure you don't use this hand to touch any of the glass so here you can put your finger here one of two fingers and then you remove it like this dispose it in the bin and go under water and soak and wash your hands thoroughly and dry some people after removing the glass think that they are okay so they don't wash your hands you are joking now the next thing i'll demonstrate to you is the mask i've also seen some people even going through the street and wearing the mask as if the disease is maybe airborne well it, it, I, I don't know because uh, they are still studying this kind of virus and the way but for now what they have been established is they are passed through the droplet of the infected person so you put the glass one like that okay what is the reason why you're putting the glass on probably the idea is you're putting the glass on so that if somebody coughs on you you don't get the droplet through your nose or your mouth excellent what about your eyes what about your eyes okay so you put on the gloves like the uh, the mask like this that is fine but as soon as you put on the mask and people talking to you you know that oh i have the mask so i can't catch it but when the people are talking to you if there's any droplets coming they you know are contaminate the the face of the gloves here uh, the mask here so everywhere here is contaminated now some people when they are removing the gloves uh, the the mask they start by pulling from the front here and then remove it uh-huh close their mouth what do you think you are doing the front here is contaminated you are removing it using your hand and then uh, uh on your mouth you're also contaminating yourself so the best thing to do when you are removing the 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 mask what you do is the mask is like that you take it from the back here okay untie the back untie the back okay you have maybe two knots i don't know what your, your glass means you untie it or you can even break it from the back and then you remove it this way make sure the front doesn't touch you then you put it in the bin okay and you wash your hand so this is the way that you can remove the glass uh, the mask without contaminating yourself but if you remove it from the front you've already contaminated uh, your uh, what do you call it you have already contaminated uh, your your body or your hands brothers and sisters the best thing the best way to deal with it is always remember to use soap and water to wash things now after this also trying to uh, avoid using uh, public transport passenger cars like trotro taxis and all these and where people are you know packed avoid that some countries have already tried to ban all these things okay i know ghana people are still using this but always remember if you get out from your taxi from your trotro from your bars 
you have to use soap and water to wash your hands before anything goes into your mouth or your eye or your nose. Other than that, you are introducing the infection to yourself. And try to maintain the distance, the social distance you're talking about, two meters away from your next person. Especially if the person is coughing, don't go there. Run, move away from uh, the person who is coughing. Now, if somebody, you are coughing and somebody, you know, move away from you, don't get annoyed. It doesn't mean he knows you are infected, but you have to suspect everyone, everybody around you. Because you yourself, you might not know that you carry the, the, the virus. I sitting here just now educating you, I might not know. I work in the hospital, I meet a lot of patients. Do I know who has given it to me? You understand? Maybe because my immune system is good, I have not been down with this. But all we have to do is try to maintain that kind of social distance two meters away uh, and it will be good. And when you are coughing, please try to use tissue, okay? Try to use tissue for your mouth. You cough, you sneeze, or you blow your nose in the tissue. Please, you put in the bin, and then you wash your hands with soap and water. If you don't have soap and water available, then, and you have sanitizer, you can use it. But after using sanitizer, if you go home, wash your hands with soap and water the best thing to clear everything from you and it's big it will be a good idea if you don't want to uh, contaminate your hand if you are coughing you can do that <coughs> you cough here so that your hand is not contaminated though remember this side is contaminated so when you go home you change you wash your hand maybe you bow okay and trying to use disinfectants in your homes, your doors, your keys, try to disinfect them regularly, maybe twice a day, okay? People, if depending on how much people are using the doors, the handles, the keys, you have to disinfect them because it's also the easiest way for the transmission to be carried on. You understand? And uh, avoid also communion uh, 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 cup usage. You have to avoid that. I know there are some churches who uh, call, call themselves one cup. They use one cup for their communion. At this time that we have this COVID-19, it's very dangerous. So what are they going to do? Though it is not prescribed anywhere in the scriptures that the early Christians use just one cup. It is not there. All Christ said was, he gave them the, 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 uh, the bread, blessed the bread, gave it to them. And after that, uh, he blessed the cup and told them that they should drink of it. Now, that is where people get it wrong. Because the Bible said they should drink of it. Then they conclude that everybody should put in their mouth and no. That can be possible. And you have to also understand that if you say drink of it, drink from what is what is in the cup is what Christ wants you to drink. Now, when Christ said this, they were at the table and it was the Passover time. 
So a lot of Passover meals. I don't think there was only one cup when they were sitting down to do the Passover. And people will have cups which they use for their juice and their, you know, drinks. So if Jesus blessed this and gave it to them to pass it on, it's easier for them, you pour it in your cup and somebody also pour it and then they drink. Now, if even you are saying that they were drinking from the same cup, let me ask you one question. In Acts chapter 2, when the Lord's church started, one day about 3,000 souls were baptized and these people broke the bread and did the Lord's Supper. So are you telling me that they all drank from one cup? Then that must be uh, uh, what do you call it? Uh, a drum. Other than that, which cup will, you know, be enough for everybody to drink from it? So sometimes you have to use common sense to interpret uh, 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 and also uh, spiritual reasoning for the, the things that the Bible says. You understand? Now, come to this point. You are using one cup. At this time, how are you going to survive with this? Now that we have this disease being transmitted from uh, the saliva, from the droplets, and all these things. I've seen those people who do that when somebody uses a cup and then they use handkerchief or tissue to wipe it and give to another person. Using tissue to wipe it will not wipe away the virus if uh, somebody is infected. So what you are doing is you are spreading the infection to everyone in that church. So please, it is dangerous to use one cup for uh, these things. Now, brothers, I'm just coming to the end of my uh, program. And I want to still reassure you that calm down. Don't panic. For our God is in control. For our God is in control. All that you have to do is to remain calm and then trying to observe all the things that I have said tonight. See everybody as a potential career, trying to maintain the social distance two meters away from the next person if somebody is coughing, just to be away from them. Now, people that are very vulnerable to this condition, okay, those who are dying, Matt, are those who have uh, underlying condition like diabetes, uh, using some drug that uh, uh, suppresses their immune system. We call them the immunosuppressants. And then we have those uh, with hypertension. Any underlying condition that brings down your immune uh, uh, niche can, you know, cause you to be down with this virus. Also pregnant women, and the old people, the people with the age 70s upwards, I would say even 65, in some in Ghana, if you are 65, you are old. So your immune system is down. Those people, please let us try to distance ourselves from them, especially if you are coughing and you see your grandmas, your grandpa, don't go closer to them, please. And don't be touching things where you know they will also touch it especially pregnant people too. Give them space. Now, if you feel that you have come in contact with the disease, with somebody who is infected, 
you have to do self-isolation. And it's better you always use a uh, uh, mask to cover your nose so that when you are coughing or you are sneezing, you cannot, you know, spread it everywhere. And always remove your mask, wash your hands and put a fresh one on. And isolate yourself so that you don't infect your immediate family and also those who are around you. It's important you take these measures. If you are able to do that, it will help us to curtail the problem. It will help us to contain the problems, uh, the, this infection, so that it doesn't spread. Now, the, 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 the president of Ghana have made, I know some, you know, uh, countries, head of state and president have also uh, made some pronouncement as what to do during this uh, 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 pandemic or the, uh, the, the climax of this condition. And I know so many schools have been closed down, shut down, and so many public uh, uh, gatherings has also been discouraged, shut down, and so many things. Brothers and sisters, this is for your own good. You don't make politics of this because this is death that we are talking about. And I will say God bless you for listening to me. If you want more explanation to what I have said, I have my number on top of your screen. Please contact me and I can give you more education. If I have anything at all, again, probably we can educate you more. But as it's time now, be calm and see what the Lord will do. He loved humans so much. He created that in his own image. So he wouldn't allow this to destroy uh, mankind. But he will intervene. But prior to having either, uh, um, you know, a solution to this, either having, uh, what do you call it, uh, some medicines to this, we need to take these pragmatic measures to try to prevent the virus from spreading. God bless you for listening to, uh, listening to me. Mm -hmm. I have a lot of uh, materials on the Facebook and on the YouTube. If you type all of in, you can get some of my videos to watch. God bless you. In Jesus' name, amen.